for listening to Artificium Occulte Venatores, a Shadowrun actual play podcast by Relative Dimension. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a review at iTunes. Five-star reviews help new people find the show. And now, on to the episode. On one side, there is the wooden remains reminiscent of what might have been a small uh, chest of some sort. And inside of that, uh, if you kind of brush away the, the top bits, there actually does seem to be um, very old, tarnished, like, statuette. Uh, at first it might look a, a little bronzish or goldish. It uh, looks to be about a um, six-inch tall figurine, uh, a humanoid shape, uh, very out of scale, though it's not any type of normal scaled figure. It's a very squat, very round, vaguely reminiscent of limbs. Uh, the face seems to be the largest, or the head seems to be the largest proportioned item on it. Uh, it does seem to be a human face. Um, the uh, how how big? About six inches, six inch tall. Okay. Uh, the head seems to be about three inches of that six inch tall. The other three inches is roughly body. Okay. The features is it sort of like a, a fertility figure. Some of the old ones we have. Yeah, or... something like that. Uh, the features of it kind of are reminiscent of this geo geographic area in the Ukraine. Is um, it male, female? What? Seems to be female. Is it look ominous or like, or is it like? Yeah. No, it doesn't really look ominous. However, uh, once are you still astrally perceiving? I think it qualifies for, as a reagent. So uh, once it is out in the open and not buried anymore, this does have an astral signature, I believe. Uh, most of you are magically active, I believe. Oh yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the once you have it out there and kind of uh, do a little examination, it appears to be an Oriklicum statue. Ooh. Which is another one of those things that did not exist, uh, supposedly Dang. before the awakening. I might not know much about magic, but I know expensive. What I don't know what that is. So what is that? Oracalcum. It's it's a magical alloy. Yeah. Ah. It didn't appear till after the awakening. Okay, this is, yeah, that's unusual. Either it's incredibly old from the last cycle or somehow someone managed to make some even then. Okay. Um looking around also I did say there were some engravings. Uh most of them are a lot of pictograms. So deciphering them it's not really a language or a written thing, but there are are images occasionally. Uh, very smoothly engraved into this stone. And uh, everybody that's bothering to look at this, give me a perception yeah, check. Take some pictures. Um, any type of, not patterning, but uh, knowledge skills that might relate to pictograms, even hieroglyphics to a point, would help here. I have like a ancient languages in general, I and mean, that would probably include pictograms, wouldn't it? That's not really a language. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. All I got are things like historical cartography, ancient objects, artifacts. No, just yeah, Nothing directly. 
I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> She's too logic. I've got like no knowledge skills. Uh, only thing I got that may even come anywhere near is Egyptian hieroglyphics. You can roll that first as a and use any hits as a teamwork to your perception. Oh, two. Would this be considered like a form of artwork? Because I do have art as a skill. Uh, yes. You can do either art or hieroglyphics, whichever is better as your teamwork test, if you like. Nope, uh, hieroglyphics is better. Take your two. Yep, so add your two to your perception. All right. Nobody got more than <laughs> three was the highest roll. We're new. Nobody has much for perception. <laughs> it's all good. So among the artwork, you sh- you see uh, the typical mythological pictograms. Uh, a people, uh, like one person, seeming to stand in uh, as the focus of an image with a bunch of people looking beyond uh, cases that might represent miracles being performed because they have the... Uh, the stylistic lines and radiating uh, shapes and stuff of stuff happening type things. Uh, sunlight with rays shining down on things. It's hard to understand what exactly is showing down, but you, you get the general gist of these images are of things trying to tell a pictorial story of stuff that's happened. As you go around, you can almost follow... Uh, find a starting point and follow it through, even though the images themselves don't seem to make much spent sense. But Adranus notices one thing, so let me type this out. Okay, so based on it seems that perception is going to be key. So everybody's going to be cranking up their perception now, right? It does sound like something I should have. I think I'll just... I, I might just grab a uh, <laughs> Kivo guy or Kivogus for enhanced perception instead. Okay. Um. All right. I'm. I'm now in Marigold's court. What? It wouldn't take away the like. I'd probably still drop two karma and grab a rank, no. so it gets. Well, no. That, no. 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 Gets, no. I'm with you. No. Oh, that this, gets rid this shouldn't of. be possible. Stop. One more moment, though. Anybody have anything that would relate to the dating? Uh, ancient ruins might help. Anybody else have anything that would date? Um. I do have the ancient ruins. Yeah, roll oh, your ancient runes. Or you can get zero. That's horrible. These are not the runes I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. Are you happy with that level of success? <laughs> uh, can I post edge with an exclamation point? Um, you can. I can just re-roll the thing since yeah, I got can, no successes. You can re-roll it, or you can roll just your edge stat with ex- the exp- exclamation point for exploding numbers. Either way. Probably re-rolling is better. Oh, two. Hey, that's better. Uh, you're pretty sure that this chamber and these engravings are more than three or four, what is it, like 1,700, so more than 400 years old? So before the time of his uh, St. Curtin stuff. Yes, presumably. Can he, can he date it to a certain time period or like a, a century or something? Not with two, no. But two is enough to know that when the church was presumably built, this chamber at least seems to be older than that. But we don't even have like a scale idea, right? So it's not even like it could be like a couple hundred years older, but it could be thousand years older. Could be yes. Okay, all right. Um, so how big is this chamber you said that we're in? Uh, this one that you came into 
is probably in the range of, uh, say, 10 meters wide uh, by about 6 meters uh, deep. And it's there's no other exit, or is there? No, there, no, it, no other exits in here that you can tell. So it just goes from one dead end room to another dead end room. Okay. Um, I will look around. I need. Uh, let's see if we can find something to date this place. Um, because you said all the clothes and stuff are gone, right? Yeah, the clothes are gone. Uh, the statue you may be able to take out and date it. Um, the tool you may be able to take that out and date it. Um, I have ancient artifacts. Is there something that would apply to that? Uh, you can. You may roll that if you wish. Yes. Uh huh. Could I also observe the room in detail, kind of like I did the previous chamber, to see for like temperature differentiation and that kind of stuff? I presume you guys already did that. There's nothing else here. Interesting. So it's a room that was blocked off, but there's no entrance to this room other than the one we came from. Artifacts. Five successes. Oh, look at that. Someone, someone did really well. Okay. You have a street basis of the skill I have in... Now, why do I have a street? Oh, did it put everything in street? Hold on. Probably. By default, it does. Oh, uh, okay. Then. So yours is your intuition. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mine probably shouldn't be a street level skill either. <laughs> One, uh, I believe the logic would be academic. If you studied or if you professionally worked in the thing, the street, the uh, intuition is if it's street interest or like a casual interest thing. Oh, well, it doesn't really matter. Both of mine are exactly the same, so... Straighter interest. <laughs> interest is the other category. Yeah, that's right. Interest is the other category. Yeah. So the one skill could be all four of them, at one, depending on your purview. Given my background, what do you think it would have been? Considering he wasn't, like, academically trained, but he was brought up within the organization. I'd still say that. Because yeah. despite you not being academically trained, you were... Like it wasn't an academic setting, but you were academic. You were, you learned by books. It's academic. Okay. Is how I see it. Or if you learned as far as a profession goes, then it's professional and it's still logic. I think. Yeah, it's still logic that way, but I see that more as like learning on the job. Much minor differences. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't change my role because they're actually the both exactly the same staff and they're both full. Doesn't change anything. All right. So I believe L has the statue. Um, the, uh, the studying of the walls and trying to date this, I'm going to say, is taking about an hour of investigation and, you know, close examination. So it'll be close to 2 a.m. now. That was pretty patient, though. I'm not too concerned about the time. Uh, has there been any indication that, that there's any activity out back out of the chamber? Are we even spotted? Or No, there doesn't seem to be any activity outside. Now, um, the... What I want to know is, when they built the chamber back outside in the church, does it look like whoever it was knew that this place existed? Um, in other words, the, the block in the wall, is it designed to be um, concealed into the wall on the other side? The, the block on the wall from the chamber with the, the table and the coffin yeah. was uh, sealed on that side. Uh, meant to be on that side hidden. On this side, it doesn't look like it was meant to be hidden. So the okay. people that died in here knew it was there. Okay. But the, the people who built the other outside chamber knew that this place existed. 
but they they concealed it into the wall. Yes, does okay. seem that way. Okay. Well, that could have just been, you know, engineers doing engineering things without realizing they were encroaching on the property of the church. They just said, "Oh crap, we broke into the wall of the church. Quick, seal it up, seal it up." No, um, the the burial chamber outside, um, when they constructed that chamber. They they knew that this place existed and purposefully conceived. So either they had been inside or they or they knew not to come inside. But either way, they knew that it was here. Okay, so um, take as much pictures as we can of the diagrams and engravings, uh, the corpses. Um, take a is there like a, can we get like a, some um, samples from the bodies? Um, like a, I don't know like um, Oh, quickly check for things like false teeth or uh, fillings or anything, you know, funky about the jaws. Teeth are often a, uh, an interesting way to date things. And then also their clothing, if there's uh, maybe any samples of the residue or fibers. Yeah, we could carbon them. date. I don't think you can carbon date anything that soon. Uh, they be like, don't have any clothing left. Um, yeah, but it, it decayed, right? So. There's like going to be like stuff on the floor around it. It's an, yeah, it there's there's stuff on the floor. Uh, you yeah, can find dust and things like that. Okay. Does anybody have uh, stuff to keep samples in? Um, wouldn't a med kit have stuff for that? Since there's no proper forensics kit of any kind. Okay. Yeah. You can always scoop it up, put it in a uh, plastic glove. I have a survival kit, but I don't think that has it. So you could probably keep samples in something. It's funny to carry it in your pocket. Um, I've got a lot of pockets. If I have sure. to, I'll sacrifice. I have some electronic paper that I can fold up into a little little envelope. That's about the best I can do. All right. So whoever's keeping samples, whoever's keeping the samples, mark them down, so you guys know. I'm curious about the teeth as well. Um, the teeth seem to be, I, I guess, teeth preserve somewhat. Yeah, teeth don't really break down. Yep. They they look as though they are all present. Um, there doesn't seem to be any uh, destruction to the teeth. There are no replacements. There aren't any uh, strange wooden uh, dentures or anything like that. They do seem to all be the natural teeth. Did you say that all the teeth were present? Like none were missing? None none that shouldn't be missing are missing. Wait, seems un- seems unlikely that everybody that has their full set of teeth, unless they were important. Yeah, so you're saying they had really, really good dental care. Yes. Um, okay. Well, in character, but that's they're probably than the rest of the place. I mean, dental well, hygiene wasn't really a thing <laughs> as old as the rest of this place is. It wasn't well, a thing back then. As far as we know, it's possible that the chamber was here a long time ago, and then they came in and sealed it up a few hundred years ago. We don't know the, if they are the same. But there's no, uh, it doesn't look like there's like a metal tooth or anything like that involved in it. Um, in it. No, no fillings or anything like that that were obvious. No, no fillings. Hmm, interesting. And there was no sign of jewelry or anything like that other than the trowel. So like no earrings or anything like that. No, no jewelry. Okay. And I sent you a message about how long, how old do you think the statue might be? Should be the last thing on the table for you. 
Yeah, I saw it. So I can't say anything about it right now. Okay. Well. Um, unless you wish to carry these bodies out with you, probably have found everything in here that you think you might find. Um, did you guys want to look to see if there was another alternate chamber? or? Go ahead. Look. I'm not stopping you. Well, oh, yeah, I guess so. I didn't think there was, but... It can't there, hurt to look. Yeah, you guys have spent enough time in here uh, going over the walls and stuff. There doesn't seem to be an alternate way out. Okay. So, is it possible that during the movement of the of the tomb, this floor just collapsed? Doesn't seem so. Well, no, I mean the not. I mean the the outer floor, the one that led down from the church. Um, it does look like it was purposefully dug through. But from the from the, from the top, top, right? From the top down, yes. So maybe they did find something down there in that first chamber that they wanted, yeah. and then took that, and that's all they wanted, right? Yeah, there was um, evidence of something. Chamber. Yeah, there was like like a like a casket or something, right? There was. You said there were marks on the floor as if there was something there that had been taken, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then they just didn't find this particular room. We don't think so. Correct. Um, or and they didn't care about this room. <laughs> uh, the the layout of the place, the church door faces north. Uh, so when you go into the church, you are facing south. The side chamber that was dug through was to the left, so it was on the eastern side of the church uh, going down. This chamber here is on the south side of that small burial chamber. So this is actually not below the church. This is below the field to the back of the church, if there, that matters are... to anybody. And there are no obvious other entrances into this room other than the hole that we gave. Correct. All right. Well, I think we've got everything here. Do I, yeah. think, uh, do I think an air elemental could lift that uh, ceiling block, the cube? The um, two-foot stone? Probably not. Okay. I'm going to try to summon an earth elemental in this chamber. I, I'm kind of curious if the chamber would have any impact on that. Um, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing it here. I'll, see. I'll be right back. Picking the elemental type change funky. Um, force four, Joe. This is uh, probably uh twelve hundred pounds of stone or more. Okay. Yeah, earth elementals are pretty. Yeah, I think they're the stronger of them. Well, on the physical plane, yeah. Well, that's what we're gonna need. Um, wait, what are we? I want to summon an elemental that could close the thing behind us when we leave. Um, yeah, there's strength force plus four. So it'll be a strength eight with a body of eight. Do I think that'll be enough? If not, I can summon something stronger. Force six should definitely be there. Let's see. Baseline for lifting weight is 15 kilograms per point of strength. Anything more needs a roll. So a force six mm -hmm. would have a 10 strength, so that will lift 150 kilos, which is roughly a little over 300 pounds, which is a quarter of this weight. Okay. I'll help. Hold on. Yeah, I was going to say, we might be able to help it. Yeah, but no, well, you're going to be in here afterwards? Yeah, see, the thing is, we can't pull the... Uh, sure, I yeah. can. You can? No, because it fits flush with the stones around it. Right, so how can you pull? Do you have something that Unless can do you... it? Do you uh, have a levitate? Yes, I'm using levitate. I oh. was re-rolling my, uh, uh, my drain roll because I did not like that. 
So I take one. So I take one drain instead of all the drain. Okay. Well, what is? What can your levitate handle? Well, I cast it at four six, so six hundred kilograms. Yeah, it's half the weight. Uh, it's based on the hits you get. How many hits did you get? Oh, I'm sorry, three hundred kilograms then. Three hits. Yes, a, but that would assist it. Three hits might actually be enough. Okay. Also, I'm gonna be four six then. Levitate is uh, you have to be to the threshold equal to the subject's mass divided by two hundred kilograms. Uh, so its mass is under 600 divided by 200, so you got to get three hits or more. So you have enough? Okay, have it adjust. I got it. Okay, so I will summon a 4-6. Okay, four hits. And I take a point of drain, apparently. And it rolled one, so you have three services. Okay. First service is to slide the, the rock into place. It can do so. Um, this place is not yeah, astrally actually. sealed, so it can then dematerialize and float back up to you later. Thank you. Okay. So let's all leave. Let's take the statue out and then you can hold the brick, the block up while the the elemental pushes it back into place for us. I don't think we can conceal it as well as we did last time, but as it was before, but I mean, at the very least it's closed. Yeah, sorry. I didn't take any shaping spells. Well, elementals used to be able to manipulate their elements. I think so they still I, can. No, no, there's no power like, for that. I don't. It's it's not a power. It's just something they can do, if I recall correctly. Like that's a pretty sure. Assumption. I haven't found it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen. I mean, basic assumptions. I can, you know, I'm I can do limited manipulation, but I've never found anything that specifies anything. Well, that was a thing. I would, then I if, would ask it if I could. Then I would basically use a service to see if it could try to conceal the. Because I scene. think. Okay, hold, I'm pulling it up. We can move on for now, but I'll actually, I need to put the baby to bed. So I need a AFK for a few minutes. If you wish to look for that, we can yeah. take a break okay, from in the meantime. Yeah. Also, we, we may be using the phrasing incorrectly because with uh, Forbidden Arcana, they introduced elementals. Yeah. What we summon are the, the beefier, bigger brother of elementals. And I'll be back. I still I, I, haven't taken in all of Forbidden Arcana yet. Some of it just makes my eye twitch. We looked at the basic rules and there was nothing in it basically allowed it. Oh no, I'm talking I'm talking what I'm remembering is from the core rule book. Nothing right, I don't remember anything from the core rule book for that. We looked. But if you could find it, that'd be awesome. Because it used to be that was that was a baseline power for all elementals, and none of the nature spirits had it. And that was one of the cool things that hermetics could do that yet other, uh, you know, the shamanics couldn't do, right? But uh, they kind of don't seem to have that in this edition. But it used to be. It used to be a baseline I'm, power. I am somewhere. I've never played four, so I can't be mixing up that. I, I believe you've seen it. I just, we haven't found any evidence of it. I mean, they tend to have things like energy, aura, sort of thing, but I mean, that's it. Yeah, I forgot to point out to Joe, my character probably would be summoning uh, their air elementals every dawn and dusk, like a Force I One. I think just he's AFK. I'm not going to point out to him now, I'm just saying I would have, because my, my, my character is one of the only other magical things he can oh. since he's a null wizard. Just one of Let's pull up Howling Shadows. Not Howling Shadows. Why do we want Street Grimoire? I don't know why. I always mix up Howling Shadows and Street Grimoire. They're nothing alike. 
Magic book, Howling Shadows. No. Forbidden Arcana, Street Grimoire? Nah, mm-hmm. Street Grimoire is the one I was thinking of. Always mix those two up for some reason. Frick, where's my... I want my desktop working again. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind, because, like, I swear that was a thing. Yeah, we thought it would be, too. I mean, everybody who's played Shadowrun in earlier editions, it was one of the de facto things about it. So, so the lack of it seems, you know, weird. SR5. Okay, I'll actually be right back. Well, a wireless headset. I'll still be here. I'm walking away from the computer. Be right Alright, I am back. Welcome back. I don't think she found it. Welcome back. I can't find it, and I feel like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, I think there should be some basics of, hey, this is kind of what works, but I've never found it. We can always have the uh, Earth Spirit, like, take the mortar and just jam it back in the cracks. Well, that's what I was thinking of using a service to do to conceal that that seam, all right? But even <laughs> even if you did it, it'd probably be noticeable upon investigation. So I don't, you know, I don't really have much hope of doing a really good job of doing it. You have the hiccups. Yes, I do. Getting out is not too difficult. You guys can boost somebody up and then uh, reach down and pull the last person up type thing. Or levitate. So what is the plan now? Well, so they clearly just boosted this and carried it out, probably put it in some sort of vehicle, and drove it over to the castle. Um, we should try to see if what they took out of the casket room, out of the tomb, if there's any indication of where they took it or how they took it out. Um, you did see evidence that there was a casket of some sort that was slid off of the, the supporting table, but there are no... Mm-hmm. Uh, remains of a casket down there. I mean, like, is is any evidence of where it went from there? Like, drag marks? Up and out the hole? Whatever they pushed it on, anything they pulled it on, any pulleys, any any evidence of anything? No. Like, yeah, at the top. Like, once it got up top, can we tell anything? I mean, we just levitated ourselves out. I can't imagine the casket would have been heavier than a person. Or not by much. I'm not... it's not possible. heavy. Not too heavy for a levitate, anyway. Levitate. Right. They could have just, just lifted it, right? Carried it, right? Hmm? Well, with a team of people, probably. I mean, it's yeah. awkward enough. Not one person, I would imagine. It's at least awkward enough for two, maybe three people. Well, if it was wooden, then it would be pretty easy for just a few If it's wooden, it would be great. They're, yeah, it's likely stone. Well, no. 400 years? It would can last that long. Especially if it was properly seasoned and prepared. Maybe, yeah. But you're right, stone would take a bigger team. I was just kind of curious if there was any evidence. If it was stone, it was fairly likely, like, they would put it down before they got it up through the hole, so there would be, like, marks on the floor or scuff marks. Unless they they were levitating it as well. Is there any astral signature here that would show that somebody's been here? I think this was too long ago for astral signatures to linger. Yeah, it's hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a matter of hours, and this has been days, if not weeks. Yeah. yeah. So I think at this point, maybe head back to the hotel. Yeah, maybe call it a night, get a decent night's sleep, and then look at the castle tomorrow. Sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah, I would agree. Sure. We can make a plan and see what we want to do with this castle, how we're going to get in. I want to be paranoid about being followed on the way back. Keep an eye out carefully. All right. In that case, give me a perception check. My edge. In- and this is visual if it matters. Doesn't change. Actually, you can do audio if it matters too, whichever seeing or hearing is better for you. You click on the edge button to make it an edge roll, right? Yeah. Of course it says. 
Um, you are carefully li- listening for, for people following you. Uh, it is quiet at this time. The machinery that you are hearing off in the distance is no longer going on, so it's even more eerily quiet. Uh, you, at one point in time, think you hear something, uh, so you kind of stop and glance around, and you actually see uh, off in the distance um, an animal of some sort. It might be a raccoon or a devil rat, but it's not close to you, and it doesn't come close to you. It's kind of scurrying around some of the houses that you're passing by. And then you notice that uh, that the the building across the way where that first flash of light or reflection was seen, there does seem to be a, uh, it's very brief again, a glint of light reflected from something in that window. Uh, do you have any type of magnification? I don't believe I remember setting up my character. I don't have any kind of, of cyberware and you can put vision mag in glasses or contact. Uh, yeah, I don't but I don't. Did. I don't think I did yet. It was on my list of things to eventually get, right? Um, so, as paranoid as you are, you know, you kind of notice it out the corner of your eyes, and you wait a minute just to make sure, you know, because the last time nothing happened after you looked, and you kind of notice it again, and then uh, when you glance over there, you almost see whatever that reflection is. Fading out of you, okay. as though um, they noticed it, that you noticed them, and they're trying. You know, they were trying to not be noticed, but didn't do it in time to not be noticed. Yes. Um. Is it is it possible it was a reflection of someplace else, like like another building or another light source somewhere else? Um. The reflection, the the light that was reflected, could be from something else, but it was reflecting off of something in that building. Right. I got that. Um, okay. Astrally perceive that building. Alright, give me a perception check. Most perceptive. None of us are. Wouldn't that be a sensing? No, a sensing is actually studying what you notice. Wow. Um, in astral perception, looking in that direction, um, you don't, you can't really see through the window because windows are opaque astrally. Nothing is floating around the area. Uh, there's no active spells. However, do I see any like mana barriers or anything like that? Uh, no, okay, no magical then, signature. Um, then I command my air spirit to manifest in that room, in that building. Is that he window. bound? No. So you got to summon Is a new it, one then. Why it's gone? You summoned an earth spirit. Okay. So I had to release one. I thought you they I could only have one active like present. At you can have one non-bound. Uh, spirit summoned. So then I would have released the earth spirit to get the earth ball. Okay. Yeah, so I you still have an earth spirit. Okay, then I ask the earth spirit to do it, because he's still four six. Um, I want him to manifest in that room up there, briefly, and then come back, uh, well, at least tell me what he sees when he's manifest. Because, I mean, he can um, mentally communicate with me, He right? can materialize, so, he can't manifest. Right, sorry. Mater- okay, so you want him to become visible for anything that may be in there. Yes. Okay. I mean, it could be a situation of like one of those cases where somebody goes look at something and pow, they see a frying pan. What's the force? It's four six. Yeah. I mean, the air spirit would have been nicer because they're much more concealable. But either way, if nothing's preventing them from entering that room. I'm going to be assessing the focus while we are resting and whatnot. Nothing seems to be preventing it from entering the room. 
Um, it, you told it to materialize briefly and then dematerialize? I haven't told it to dematerialize. I just wanted it to materialize and inform me about what it sees. Oh, okay. So roll your... Uh, never mind. It tells you that it sees... Um, see, they have an intuition of six, right? Mm -hmm. And logic of six. But again, it's an earth elemental, so I'm not expecting it to have human priorities. I just want to know what it sees people, things. Um, it sees in the room, there is some... It describes uh, it kind of a pictures, a, a stone-shaped image that's almost like a, a stone hearth on the against the wall. Should be an upper story chimney uh, fireplace type thing. Mm -hmm. Mentions that there was briefly somebody that was in the process of leaving the room as it materialized. Um, it's looking around and getting you're getting the sense of some uh, tools and items that it doesn't really understand. Um, like it doesn't know what to make of a bed, but based on the the impression of this large, flat, soft, squishy thing. You kind of get that there's a bed in the room. Okay. Um, I I I I thank it for its service and tell it it's to dematerialize. Now, Joe, what are the rules again on on summoning the same spirit again? Because if it saw the person in there, it would therefore recognize that person's aura. So, um, um if it, it sensed the person, it didn't sense it. It's always. I thought. All spirits are always a sensing. I thought they were dual. It's always spirits. perceiving because yeah, a sensing is still an action. Okay, so so it necess wouldn't necessarily be able to recognize that person's aura, even though it saw. Correct. No. Okay. okay. Fair enough. I I re rejoin my my comrades and uh, indicate that I'll explain when we get to the hotel. I'm not going to talk about it on the street. The uh, a sensing the tool. It is a uh, spell focus. Um, you don't have enough hits for much more than that. But it definitely seems to be a spell focus of some sort. Casting? Dispelling? What? Just generally a spell. Um, hold on. Yeah, with those hits, it's just the category. It's a spell focus. Let's get our butts back to the hotel. Alright, back at the hotel. Okay. Let's go over the hotel to make room rooms to make sure it's not disturbed um your stuff uh if you left it in the lobby it's been moved into your room the rooms have been prepared for you but other than that nothing's been disturbed would you like me to run the bug scanner nodding absolutely uh there are several bugs but they do crawl out of the way and into dark corners oh. and cracks and stuff as you get no close to them uh, there are no electronic bugs though Oh, wait, never mind. Marigold's used Gross. Eh, if they're big enough, you can see they ain't the bad ones. Ones you gotta look out for are bed bugs. Okay. You know there's uh, awakened let, version. That's, I don't want to know. Nasty, nasty thing. No, really, no. Really don't want to know. Wait, no, seriously, out of character, in-game, there are awakened yes, bed bugs? there are awakened bed bugs. Anyway, Whoever thought of that is terrible. <laughs> I let everybody, I let every, L lets everybody know what he the, the the room with the building was being watched on. Somebody noticed me noticing and then left the room briefly before my elemental could figure out who it was. Um, but let them know that we that we were being watched going to and from So a flash, <clears throat> would that mean maybe they were trying to take a picture with a flash? Um, 
that's all some cool. sort of optical device like a Maybe. camera or a telescope or binoculars it's a reflection that's all we know right um also uh um i think we have now something more valuable than what we were keen for um from what i know about similar artifacts it's highly possible that that figurine is thousands of years thousands like yes as in multiple thousands millennia okay well that's impressive very impressive i don't know what it could be used for or what why it was put there it certainly is incredibly precious it also makes me wonder if um what was the saint's name joe joseph saint joseph <laughs> if he knew about the object and was securing it for a reason but we need to be very careful now about letting information about this out uh solomon is any any nobody has any problems looking in ar right everybody kind of stays in ar yeah. most of the time yeah yeah his icon uh his persona kind of uh reses into existence in ar in the room the uh the saint you wanted me to look up not a whole lot on him uh however i did happen to find um he starts kind of uh reaching around and pulling into place AR images of books that he starts flipping through. And when he turns it around, you actually get screenshots of actual books and stuff. Seems there there's rumors that he was sainted because he was able to uh, well, either keep people alive or uh, bring them back from the dead. Okay. There's There's a whole lot of a very old, archaic text of people witnessing him doing his miracles and, um, you know, people that were on the brink of death managed to pull through and recover and stuff like that. Uh, there's even a few rumors in the whole thing of somebody that had been dead for a day gone managed to recover from his injuries and, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Joe, just to be clear, um, in real life... Many of the saints had similar miracles described to them. Um, does my character find anything unusual about that story in that context? Um, maybe with the length of time, a few of the people were rumored to be dead. Other than that, no, not really. Seems like normal, miraculous stuff. Possibly he had some sort of magical healing ability. You know, people, you know, think they were long gone or, you know, they might have been, you know, in a coma or something like that, and people thought they were dead, and he was able to actually bring them back somehow. I don't know. What do you all think? I'm not quite sure to make it this one. Well? Sounds like not what we were hired to do. No. We still have the job that we were brought here. It's true. Who wants to secure the statuette? I can keep it on my person if need be. Something about that just makes me kind of cringe. Okay. What else are we going to do with it? I mean, we could ship it out, but it's probably not very safe doing that. Or would you prefer to leave it in the room while we're gone? No. That's not even enough. Then we're keeping it with us. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, actually, FedExing it to the Vatican might actually be perfectly safe. Like, yeah. Like, in those cases, the, the bad guys wouldn't expect it, you know. Well, off it goes. Wait a minute. I may have a career contact, do I? No, I don't. Not on this case. Let's see, a dram is roughly an ounce, right? I think so, yeah. Um, an Oscar 
weighs eight and a half pounds, and that's not actual gold, and this is not gold either, but it's probably a lot more than that. So assuming 20 ounces... Wait, is it pure auric alchem? I mean, 20 pounds. If it... it, look, it I, Joe, you don't even need to calculate it. It's it, the, the price is astronomical. Yeah. I mean, like a, isn't like a dram of auricocum like a year of a mage's life, pretty much? you got to work that hard just to make one out, one dram of it. At an auction, this thing might bring 42 million million. Oh, Jesus, okay. And that's just the, the material it's made of. How much are we getting have, paid for this? We're, we're not being paid. It's, we're salaried. I better see a bonus on my salary at the end of the year. You're working for a church. You're restoring the order to where it should be. You you can be in this for the job itself and for the money it gives you, but you're basically working for a church. And the church is not known to be like, here, just have a buttload of money for, for, for this. No, they hoard it to dive in like Scrooge McDuck. There is a chance I, I agree on that second part, but the thing of it is, is one of the ironies that's going on today is the fact that Rome, Vatican City specifically, has enough money to bail out Greece. Yeah. Right. And Italy. Oh yeah, the, the the Catholic Church at the same time. The Catholic Church is, still have enough money. Yeah, the Catholic Church has been finance based for for a long time now. Um, and they, and even before then, even uh, Middle Ages, they relied heavily on on the the properties they owned to generate income. Um, so it, the church has been fairly wealth oriented in many ways for a long time, but that doesn't really like make them like a bailout type of organization. Yeah, that doesn't count all of the uh, ancient golden artifacts hidden in their vaults. Yeah, well, the problem is that. One of the reasons that they're valuable is because the Vatican has them. If they just started selling them to collectors rapidly, I mean, it's not like they're incredible paintings by some great artist. Or... Okay, so um, we're planning on checking out the castle next. Yeah, we have to figure a way to get in. That's true. Not my area of expertise. But we do know a certain cut purse. There are no guards posted at the very back, at least the visible ones. Um, there's only a couple in the very front. It doesn't look highly secure, although they are armed fairly well. You recorded when you were doing your walk around yeah. yesterday, right? Yeah, I'll yeah, just look so at I'll that tonight. I'll figure some. I'll get us a way in. I mean, if the, if the place was receiving visitors, I could get in. But without giving any visitors, I don't know. It's going to be very difficult for me to, to be useful in that case. So I guess we'll let her do her thing get some sleep until then. You're going to do recon? Yep. See if I can't, uh, well, she might actually just try and get in tonight and see what she can see and then get back out before morning. What time is it now? Uh, about 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. So I got a couple hours till daylight, right? What time of year is it? It's winter, isn't it? No, summer, May. Well. Oh, right. Other hemisphere, a, so. I've got a couple hours till daylight. Yep. Okay. So yeah. <clears throat> uh, you said there was no uh nobody at the back, right? None visible. Not when he right. went around, no. Right. Well I mean I'll get a look at it from a distance first. I really need to put Franks in it. <laughs> Give me a sneaking roll. 
Does this count as urban, or are we too far out in bumfuck You're nowhere? You're too far out. You've got a tree line not too far from the castle. Okay. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me make sure. I think I've got bonuses. Actually, ours. Okay. So no, I don't. I just... I keep all seven. Uh, she would also... This is always a poor idea. This has never gone well when I do... Oh, wait. No, okay, so she just takes off her jacket, essentially. Because I don't have RPC on her long coat. Sleeping tiger for the win. So in case there's anybody trying to perceive her, they're at a minus... Yeah. Alright, so is this trip, since you only have a couple hours, a general perimeter observation, or are you actually going to try to get closer to test a few of the uh, entryways and stuff like that? Oh yeah, no, we're going to get as close as we can. Yeah, definitely getting up close and personal with these. Uh, Let me go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and throw a security design real quick, just three hits. Okay, what are you trying to analyze with their security? Uh, their security? Just common practices. <laughs> um, They do have, it looks like, perimeter guard walking the uh, the upper four-pointed star bit, I guess that is. Uh, they, by the front of it, they kind of stand there, but they do occasionally walk towards the castle itself and around the perimeter to get to the, the little back corners occasionally. It seems to be on the outside, one on either side, so two guards at any given time mm. there. Um, and it takes a few minutes to go from the front to the back and then back to the front again. So there's time there to sneak around closer. Um, right. From the front, there are... here. So from the front, you have the gate here. Um, from the back, you have... Okay, so from the back, you do have some hallways, seems to be here, that lead uh, to little kind of alcoves. There's not a whole lot of uh, places you can go under there. They're not actual passageways to anywhere, uh, but you can get underneath the stairs there. So when you're sneaking up, you can get uh, under here to avoid detection before going up once they, they leave these corners on the left and the right side. Okay. Uh, this doorway, this little entryway on the bottom here, does actually seem to have a door that looks secured. Um, this door here looks secured. Most of the windows on the back edge are uh, what looks to be at least 8 to 10 feet off the ground. Okay. They... Uh, um, don't seem like normal side opening windows or sliding windows. They do seem to be fixed in place. Okay. That kind of limits our ways in, doesn't it? Well, it's a castle. Yeah, but you'd expect them to, you know, be able to open the windows. Well, with some study, uh, it looks like some of the upper level windows can open. Okay. Mainly for defensive purposes and for airing things out. Any lights on inside? Obvious people... Uh, there are oh, a few are. lights coming from uh, some of the, uh, I don't necessarily want to call it second story, because if you go from the front, that's kind of like the first floor, I guess, but the middle floor. There's a few lights there, uh, one light on the upper level, no lights coming from this lower row of windows, and at one point, give me, no, uh, give me an edge roll. 
Just roll your edge okay. dice. Mm. Okay. I got a hit. You got something. So in May, uh, the low temperatures mm. at night are 10 degrees Celsius or 50 centigrade. I mean, 50 Fahrenheit. At mm-hmm. one point in time, when you were getting close to one of the doors to check it out, you experience a very sudden drop in temperature. Whoa. Like, you're at a comfortable 50 degrees, and it goes to, it drops down to about 25 degrees below freezing. Well, to well, below freezing, to about 25 degrees. And it's a very yeah, brief yeah, thing. Um, you know, you get up close to like... something, it drops real cold, so you back up, and it kind of warms right back up again. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and throw a numinous perception real quick. Does that feel like magic? Never mind, I know nothing. Uh, it definitely doesn't seem natural. Well, uh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Um, you kind of don't drop 25 degrees Fahrenheit yeah. instantaneously, naturally. Um, and then after a moment of kind of uh, shaking it off, you know, you get a little closer and the temperature remains normal this time. Uh-huh. But as far as ways in go, uh, with some work, you can probably get to the roof. You might be yeah. able to get uh, in from the, uh, I believe, the front hatchway in the roof. Uh, this lower thing here, if you can get through the door, it probably leads to uh, storage or servants' quarters, at least, that can then go up and into the castle. Is there any sign of any, like, high-tech security? Like, have they added cameras or motion sensors? Anything like that that is, like... Not that you like, noticed, no. I'm gonna be a fucking walk in the park. All I gotta worry about are the people. Uh, let me get up, uh, uh, up close and personal with at least one of the doors. Like, it's just seeing what locks, what type of locks it is. Like, is it a mechanical lock? Like, a really, like an old tumbler or? The locks do look mechanical. Um, it, uh, looks like a, a very old deadbolt style lock. Um, with some, do you have any type of lock picking? Yes. <laughs> so, so with some work, you can quietly disengage the the bolt, but the door itself looks secured uh, by other means, maybe a bar across on the inside or something like that. So it's not just the lock. Talk about bolt. Okay. So that means roof or windows on the second or third floor. Okay. Yeah. Or a different door. You know, this door may oh, be. Yeah. Better secured because it's less often used, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, from the backside, you have a good five to ten minutes before a guard is visible. They don't both go to the backside at the same time. One goes yeah. on one side, then the other. From the front, you have less time that you are not observed or in a position to be observed, but you have a lot more options from the front, too. Right. Okay, so um, I've kind of figured out points of entry, which I don't think we're, I'm not going to do this tonight, I don't think. Not without at least somebody watching my back, even if from the outside. Um, So she'll basically spend the rest of the night just watching. Uh, Obviously just... not for any subtleties, because perception. <laughs> but mostly... Watching the guards, because she knows... You for know, the they, obvious stuff. For the obvious stuff. Any deviations in their routes, any, you know, break times, even if it's only a 
well. There is hours, one but... point just before dawn, and this is, I mean, just before dawn, so it's not a matter of like allergy to sunlight, I don't think. So let me make sure. I don't I don't want to say they don't have an allergy to sunlight if they do. Uh I don't like the sounds of that. <laughs> oh god. There's a reason why it's not heavily guarded because nobody goes here. God. This is... They have a mob and pitchforks and torches. <sighs> My mind is still screaming vampires at me. I don't know why. Maybe because of the castle. And where we're located. And where we're located, yeah. <laughs> My mind is just screaming vampires. We're, we're in the Balkans. Sounds like vampire country. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. So none of our listeners are not from the area, but if they are, we, we apologize, but you have vampire problems. <laughs> so it is a little before dawn. The sun has not come up yet. Uh, you notice somebody uh, leaves the castle from the front along the upper walkway there. Um, let me get back over here. They they come out from uh, if you're watching the map, this door over here, right? Uh, okay. They walk down the hallway, uh, down the stairs right there. So they're coming through the courtyard, and when they get to the underside of the uh, passway that goes underneath that thing, both of the guards, um, how, how many how many judge intentions dice do you have? I throw eleven dice. Okay. So that's enough to to get a sense. The guards, they they have this look about them like maybe revulsion or something to where they edge uh, as far as they can get away from that walkway as this thing leaves. And it comes back not too long later before the sun comes up. It comes back and goes inside the same door. Uh, it looks Red like a male, looks... dark hair, um, angular features, wearing... Um, clothing appropriate for the climate, so it is wearing a, a slightly warm jacket and pants and, and stuff like that. It's not dressed in tank tops or anything, so it's not ignoring temperatures. Uh, the hair is mostly short cropped. He has a a very thick mustache. Fucking. But when he leaves, and uh, he he kind of goes down down the road. Um. So he, he gets out of sight not to... Okay. All right. Sorry about that. So, I mean, he goes down the road in the direction of the church, because that's where the road leads to before it actually branches off and goes into the city at all. So he's out of sight fairly quickly, and he's gone maybe 20 minutes before he comes back. And he he's back maybe 10, 20 minutes before the sun starts to come over the horizon. Well, now her mind is screaming vampire. And we can end it there. Okay. So vampiric strain two or three? Three, I think. I'm going to double check. Uh, we'll go three karma for the night. Does uh, Marigold have any parazoology or anything like that? No. Uh, however, she does have experience with infected. Uh, I don't have any knowledge skills to reflect that, but she's actually a carrier for strain three. She was bitten by or almost infected by something at some point. That carriage drain three. Does she have Arcana at all? No. She she's like I said, she's skills I've got the basics for a B and E. She has the street knowledge. 
like vampires. You gotta chop their heads off and stuff their mouths full of garlic and bury them a mile apart from their body, and you gotta do all this stuff so they don't. Come I back. mean, feel like she'd know more practical knowledge about infected, like just from her time living on the streets. Like that's kind of I. Th- feel like infected would be a big deal like a lot of your squatters i feel would be ghouls or at least a good amount of them and she does have the sprawl life knowledge yeah um being a carrier roll me a this would be logic yeah just straight logic logic minus one straight logic (laughs) i'm edging this (laughs) three hits okay so marigold's mind is going to vampires because yeah. of the evidence or here. Infect- yeah. Uh, or infected in general. But uh, it's this nagging feeling in the back of your mind that nothing that you've ever heard of seems to associate drastic drops in temperature like that with the infected. Yeah, that. But I mean, a lot of infected are magic. Magic is weird. I don't. She doesn't understand it magic. Could definitely be weird magic of some sort, too. Yes. Magic does weird things. <laughs> she knows that much. What the fuck is going on here? I don't... I don't know. But basically, yeah, she'll go back. And I know we can't. We're ending. I need to. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc., has given permission to Relative Dimension to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Relative Dimension in any official capacity whatsoever. Relative Dimension is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The intro is Church Music from Sirenscape. The outro is Double Cross off the Shadowrun Return soundtrack, used with permission from Hairbrain Schemes. And thank you to Sirenscape for the additional music and sound effects. You can find more information at sirenscape.com. If you would like to get in touch with the Relative Dimension, you can visit our website at relativedimension.com. You can contact us, email, at podcast at relativedimension.com. You can visit our Facebook at facebook.com slash relativedimensionpodcast. You can check us out on Twitter at RelativeDPod. You can check out our Patreon if you wish to support us at patreon.com slash relative dimension. 